0: you guys a little bit about desire. We've started the road to recovery and the focus here in April coming out of March brain injury awareness month and we're beginning to set the stage for recovery. In our last release we discussed how recovery must happen synergistically between the individual recovering and the caregiver. How both individuals have desires and aspirations or dreams as to where they are and then what recovery looks like to them. We discussed a little bit about how the individual recovering as well as the caregiver must begin to release their identification with their even present state in order to allow and encourage the other to continue to move forward. And the recovery stage works synergistically between both of those individuals. Now some people may have multiple caregivers around them and it's very important that in this movement forward for everybody, that everybody sees a very clear vision and goal and forward progression in order for everyone to move forward. As we begin to move into defining exactly what recovery looks like, recovery could look very different to individuals. Some people may have had an injury or a situation that has only set them back to possibly rest and taken them away from some key extracurricular activities like sports or work or Getting out of the house more and so their desired recovery is I want to play that sport again Or I want to get back into work full-time or I want to pick up an item There may be some people either through PTSD or other individuals that have been in debilitating car accidents or strokes where they might be left possibly unable to walk and for them recovery looks like Just being able to move to be able to sit up to be able to move by themselves again so it is very important that the definition of recovery be very clear for everybody that is in at least that individual circle of recovery does the caregiver feel that this individual thinks that full recovery could be life as they knew it and maybe for them they'd be very happy getting to this point or able to take care of themselves and so when you're planning and you're actually beginning to present or construct your personal road to recovery, it's important for everybody to have these conversations and ask these questions and be on the same page with each other. As everybody's road to recovery could look different, there could be different time frames involved. For some individual, their goal to recovery could be much shorter. Than say a prognosis of somebody who has been told they'd be unable to walk or maybe their mind or life as they knew it could be no more i'd like to differ that many of you could actually push that bar much further than even your prognosis or diagnosis given and i would suggest you to maybe not necessarily take that as law but to really just welcome Recovery and healing and the amazement and astonishment at what your body can do and how far your body can take you personally with the right intentions and the right focus. But what we're going to focus on now is what if I told you that you could actually live passionately and happy through the road to recovery. That your journey to recovery doesn't necessarily mean your journey toward happiness, right? Where that end goal being the fact that I will be happy, I will feel fulfilled, I will be thriving once I get to that end goal. Often, when the emotion of happiness or item is pushed into the future or attached within a certain attainable achievement, It can often elude you as a mirage. The closer you get there, it dissipates, and happiness no longer is housed in that destination in which you thought you were going, and then you're left discouraged. Not only can this emotion of happiness or fulfilled or passionate living not be necessarily attached to that end goal of recovery, It is actually a very powerful tool when currently obtained where you are right now in your healing process. The emotions and the state in which you are on a day-to-day basis will either help move you forward toward your goals to recovery or actually hinder the recovering process. And let me elaborate and explain a little bit more. If you are feeling down and depressed and discouraged and stressed and anxious in trying to obtain that goal toward recovery, you're actually impeding your body's ability to heal. Things like hope, the emotion of happiness, prayer, faith, all of those elements that we focus on so much and that we really strive toward achieving here in, this, in our culture and in our group is because those actually hold healing powers within them. When you're in a stressful state, your body is creating an acidic environment which increases inflammation and impedes the healing process. But whether when you're in a peaceful, hopeful, prayerful, meditative state, your body is at a balanced state, increasing alkalinity in your body, bringing on that element of peace which helps your body to heal, that restful state. Not to mention hope, faith, belief, All those elements are like wind in your sails, further pushing you toward that ultimate goal of recovery and healing. But despair, sadness, depression, those are actually like anchors and weights on your vehicle as you try to move into recovery, making it so much harder, not only impeding the healing process within your body, but making it just physically harder to get up and maybe move forward. My goal for you in this topic and the intentions in this topic of conversation is for you guys to actually be able to achieve that element of passion and fulfillment and where you feel like you are not just existing, but you are thriving and you are living as you move through the recovery process. Now, I would like to present even one more thought. What if healing and recovery is actually a forever journey? Think about it. To you or to somebody possibly who is here after a brain injury or in this recovery element, recovery is a little bit more specific in nature. And you may be considering how it relates to you in your accident or the brain injury or PTSD or getting back to that element. But what if that these life situations that actually brought you to this place had the intention of bringing you to a recovery or an end destination that far surpasses one that you might've actually ever arrived to if you didn't have this event take place in your life? How to live passionately happy and fulfilled through the recovery process. How to live happy and passionate, or live with passion through the recovery process. So many people consider or take the approach that I'm going to be happy once I'm better. I'll be happy again once my life has returned back to normal. I'll be happy again once I can play sports again, or I'll be happy again once I can attend work full-time. I'll be happy again once I no longer need somebody to help take care of me. I'll be happy again once I can walk. I'll be happy again once and then fill in the blank wherever maybe possibly your happiness definition lies. Now your emotions, your feelings, your desires towards recovery and towards achieving those goals are very validated, And it is not the case that you should ignore the fact that achieving those goals or getting to that place in that element in the recovery process would bring you joy. Absolutely. But the question is why would that make you happy? Believe it or not, you're not just chasing that goal toward recovery. You're chasing the feeling that is attached with that. And so, when we tell ourselves, we'll be happy when, unfortunately, we push happiness out in the forefront, or some of these really beneficial emotions that help aid in the healing process to the forefront. And then happiness, when housed at our destination, can often elude us like a mirage. The closer we get to that destination, this grandiose idea and vision of possibly what happiness looked like for us is not there. And it dissipates and then it's replaced with more discouragement. And actually, happiness or that intense feeling of passion and existence and thriving and truly living in life must be a passenger in the vehicle with us on the journey through recovery. Now, not only does it actually make the recovery process and the journey so much more enjoyable, but it actually holds many benefits through the healing and the recovery process. Defining your recovery. As we move forward and we begin to look at the recovery process and kind of identifying what your recovery looks like to you, maybe if you're a caregiver, what it looks like to you in the state of, as the individual that you're caring for recovers, where would that place you? And many recovery situations, usually, it is a family member alongside that caregiver that is actually walking through the recovery steps of recovery journey with them. And so, the recovery journey, the recovery steps, are going to be are going to apply to both individuals as they journey through the recovery process together. And so, as we really move into setting that framework, or what our desires in recovery look like? Those desires are going to look different for each party involved, as well as for individuals that are recovering. I want you to consider these questions. Ask yourself, when I choose this item in my recovery process, what is the emotion evoked behind that? That specific item that you want to achieve or your goal what is the true desire that you want to feel or that you believe you'll feel once you achieve that? Because most people aren't actually creating goals or achievements that they want to necessarily achieve as much as it is the desire and the feeling behind that achievement that they believe it will bring them once they've achieved it. So possibly some individuals want to get to a certain level of the recovery because they feel that that will bring me freedom. And freedom brings a sense of emotion or desire. It evokes something inside of them that they want to feel. And what I'd like to show you as we continue to journey through this recovery process is how that you can actually evoke those emotions and those desires and those feelings within you now through the recovery process to almost make this recovery process and journey an amazing experience of transformation, a life-changing event that if you had to do over again, you wouldn't change it for the world because you have become an individual who lives passionate, full of desire and emotion that situations and circumstance cannot change. And that is a gift that I would love to be able to offer you through this self evaluation and this recovery experience in journey. So as you create your goals, dig a little bit deeper and ask yourself the question, what emotion or desire do I believe this goal will offer me? And recognize that it is that desire And that emotion that you are actually looking for, you will find that you can be just as passionate and have so much desire and emotion in your life now, even if you feel like you've had loss beyond measure. I'd encourage you, as you do the goal and recovery chart, to ask yourself these very real probing questions as we journey in the recovery process passionately full of desire emotion faith hope and belief have a wonderful day